Thanks for listening. This is Momentum, the entrepreneurship podcast for photographers. I'm your host, Nate Grahek, portrait photographer and entrepreneur. Join me each week as I interview the most successful and inspiring photographers in our industry. We bring you innovative and proven business strategies you can use to shift the momentum in your own photography business, giving you the freedom to do more of what you love in business and in life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to have one of my great friends, Leslie Kerrigan. We've been chatting for, I feel like, the last six years, uh, ever since I've been around. Uh, You've just been this awesome giver of knowledge uh, in the high school senior space. It's where I got started. I think I found you as a high school senior photographer where I was so scared. I had no idea how to pose uh, or how to run a business or do anything. And I stumbled across seniorology and just devoured everything. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, how do I learn? And now there's lots of places to learn about photography, but you remain so committed to helping photographers continue to evolve, whether you're just getting started uh, and you've got to learn all of it, it feels like overnight, <laughs> or um, the, the, I think for people that are insecure that you're just getting started, I want to offer you one thing that just occurred to me is we're, we're going to talk about today is how things are constantly evolving. So while you feel like you're scrambling just getting started, I assure you that all the other, everybody else who's listening, who's been around for five, six years, I think there's that sense of scrambling also uh, where you've always got to be learning. You've always got to be figuring out and testing what's working, what isn't. So Leslie, thank you again for being on the show. It's always that. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You bet. Um, So uh, real quick rundown for today's show, guys. I'm going to make it. We're going to talk high-level strategy and also some tactical tips you can start implementing in your business right away. We're going to talk about the trends that Leslie has seen um, because she has this uh, conference. Not only does she have all the experience of her own business and evolution of that, she also brings together, this will be her fourth year, bringing a conference of, of almost a dozen um, high school senior photographers from around the country. And so she's got this really unique perspective on what's working and what isn't in our industry. Um, and we're going to talk about how she's seen the, the trend shift from traditional pose to more t- storytelling and how she's actually included that into her own business down to like the lens choice. Um, we're going to talk about senior rep programs. So common. Uh, it's been, a, I think, Everybody loves to hate on it. Other people love to hate, but love it. And it's always changing depending on where you're at, what you're doing. She's got some cool tips on how she's evolved to still use it in her business. Um, and then how that also relates to um, working with small businesses. You guys all know it's one of my favorite uh, marketing tactics. I know that it takes hustle and energy. It's not a tactic that you can do overnight. It takes some effort to make sure you're working on it, uh, but it's still so worth it. Um, so, Leslie, let's start at the beginning. Where did you get started in this journey of portrait photography? Well, my journey is probably not unlike anybody else listening, where I was a mom and I wanted cute photos of my kids. Yep. Um, I, it's funny because I actually was interested in photography before I had kids, but it was back in the days of film, which we won't talk about how old I am, but... And in college, I wanted to take a course, but somebody said the professor was mean, and, you know, I was too interested in 
having fun. So I don't want to mean professor. So I did not take it in college. I have had no formal training. Uh, <laughs> um, but I had kids and was like, you know what? I really want really good photos. So I started like that, just like everybody did, where I took photos of anybody that would let me take photos of them. I mean, yep. kids, families, weddings, dogs, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I did that for a little while until I figured out that okay, maybe seniors is where I want to go because I didn't really love weddings only because I had small kids and they're always on Saturdays and your, my kid's stuff was always on Saturdays. And so that kind of, I eliminated that one really fast. And, um, and um, which I've mentioned this to you before, I don't love competition. And at the time, everybody else in my area was doing everything else. So right. I deal with that by saying, okay, how can I be different? So therefore I'm not competing and nobody was doing seniors at the time. And I thought, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So that's how I got started. <laughs> Good for you. Um, <laughs> that's exciting. And it, I think that even that continues now, right? Even though other people are doing uh, senior photography, mm -hmm. you've always got to be finding ways to be different. To do Absolutely. Right. Well, other people can do senior portraits, but when you're delivering this experience, telling a story that when people see your imagery, that's, they, they know it's you. Exactly. Very cool. Yeah. And I've, 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 um, you know, like I say, when I, when I first started in seniors, you know, every area is, is, you know, saturated with photographers and I was kind of the only one that's specialized in seniors. That's not necessarily the case now because they've all seen, you know, that this is a great market to be in and great for them. But I now have to keep on my toes because, you know, I still want to be the sought after senior photographer in my area. Totally. Um, a couple off topic. I just, I'm curious, do you still take shoots for other types of photography or no? I will do headshots for yep. businesses. Yep. Um, I do a family mini session once a year prior to Christmas because I have friends, obviously, that have kids because my yep. kids. Um, and they always want Christmas card photos. Yep. And then I have um, a girlfriend from college who lives in Charleston, South Carolina, who sets up family mini sessions once a year there. Um, so yes, I do. Um, and how, do, you, do you worry about, do you market that on your existing uh, like portrait site? No, no. Cause again, it's just people that know me and have used me for years. It's, yeah, yeah. and it really is exclusive to those that have, have used me before. It's not yeah, really right. open to whoever. Yep. Um, but I I mean, of course if somebody I'm, calls me, I'd do it. Yeah, I see. I have this axe to grind. I'm always like looking for like wait opportunities to remind people that I I sincerely believe that marketing gets easier the less you talk about. There's yeah. the sense of fear that we're especially when we're getting started that our websites have to say I do this 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 and I do all this stuff because I need the work right. Well, that's the problem is that it screams like desperation, right? And it doesn't show that you're a specialist. Mm -hmm. And even if you do want to do other types of work. Um, I've, I continue to hear this where the, some of the most well-known photographers in a niche, you won't ever find it online, but you'll, you'll find out that they, yes, they still do other types. Right. Because once somebody has built a relationship with you, once they know you, you don't need to worry about telling them that you can do other types of photography. They'll assume it. They'll think, well, if oh, they you do this? You. oh, you can do, you can do my whole wedding and I don't know everything yeah. else. Well, the thing is, is, if they want you and they like your style, they're going to ask you and you have the choice to say yes or no. So, 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. And like I say, I, I can never give up families because I started that way. Yep. So, you know, while I don't do it all the time, um, but I actually think families is a really great thing for senior photographers because I have a lot of seniors who their mom wants their whole family because they're leaving. And that's probably the last time they're going to all be together. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of works together. Yeah. So yeah. I do a that's lot a good of that point. too. Yep. Um, good. And I think that the, 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 the takeaway here, I said a lot is it's marketing gets harder. It's always changing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to underestimate the amount of work you need to invest in order to have consistent clients coming in the door um, I, that's always the number one request photographers are asking for, right? And I know this happens in your conference and on your online trainings. Everybody's like, how do I get more clients? Well, you've got to work on marketing tactics that work. And as creatives, I'm guilty of this too, we get scattered. We spread ourselves too thin. One way to make sure you never get all of the marketing stuff done that you know you want to get done is to try to do it across five like niches, trying to, trying to market a wedding business, high school seniors, families, newborns, trying to do all of it is not, you're never going to get all of that live first. Like, well, you can't be good. Like, you cannot dedicate yourself to so many different things fully, yeah, you totally. know? And if, if you have success and you're growing and it's awesome, that's another question. That's not a whole nother thing. But I think that that's not the case for so many people listening. It's how do I get just one, devote all of, take all the energy you were spreading across all marketing. And I'm not saying you can't do those other niches. Right. You say yes to those, but let's just pick one niche that is all you're going to talk about. You're going to put all of your marketing energy into one niche you want to grow. And I promise you, at the end of the day, you're going to get exponentially more results mm -hmm. from that marketing and it will be exponentially less work. And okay. you'll be so much less stressed. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I get all I get all amped about that that concept. Okay. Um, let's come back to uh, I want to know, learn about your space. I'm I'm geeking out yeah. about studios. Yeah. Uh, like office space, the importance of having like uninterrupted time, having a cool place. Do you use your home studio to show work, to do in-person yeah. things? So we have, um, I, well, we just built a house, but I like to talk about my old house too, just because you can make things work for you. So my old house was built in the nineties and it had a formal living room. Well, who the heck uses a formal living room unless you're like 85? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so I used it to meet clients, show clients their photos in person sales to me is huge. Yep. Um, so therefore I used the formal living room. I didn't change it any way. I just made sure I had a space to show them and meet them in. They never really even had to go very far in my house. I could have a dirty kitchen and they never knew it. Cool. Then when we built the new house that we're in now, I made sure again to have a space because it is important when you work at home, there are so many distractions that will get you off, off of what you're doing. Go do the dishes, do this, that, and the other. You need a space where you can shut the door and have your time to do your work from, you know, whatever set, set office hours too. I fully believe in that because mm -hmm. if you're scatterbrained trying to do housework and kids and all this stuff while you're trying to work, it doesn't work. So set office hours. So I have a very distinct office. I have very distinct office hours. And this is my office now, which is not a studio in which I would shoot. 
Um, but it is where I meet clients. It's where I do all of my work. It's where they come to view their photos for in-person sales. And um, I mean, what you can see here is just my shelves and, and all of that, my desk I'm sitting at. What you can't see on the other side is I have two chairs that, that swivel so they can face me at my desk and then they swivel around and view the big screen television that shows them their photos and that's where they pick and choose what photos they want to purchase. So, oh, um, so you know, it doesn't take that much. I mean, TVs nowadays are so cheap. You can yeah, just right. Buy TVs. What, so you mentioned in the pre-call what you were considering about renting a space. I love taking, right. taking apart that decision. I think it's a lot of, a lot of us aspire to that, but then, I'm going through it myself. I needed a space outside of the house. We got a puppy. We've got two kids. Mm -hmm. it, it was a really good short-term decision. But all this morning, I'm talking like how uh, to a builder. Like, how can I get my my office back at home? Like, I, right. even if I've got to spend a little bit of money, I would rather invest it in like in my home than having yeah. to pay rent forever. Because like right. rent can just really that just disappears. Well, and I think it's a, I think it, to me, it was something that you think you have to do as a photographer. Mm -hmm. I don't think you have to do it, but I think in my head, I thought, okay, am I ever going to be professional if I don't have my own studio space? Mm -hmm. Even though I don't shoot studio lighting and I don't do any of that stuff, yeah. I still felt this, this, I don't know, kind of like pressure to have the studio. Well, I looked, I mean, I kind of just kind of half looked and if the space ever came up, I was like, I'll do it. Well, this cool space came up and, um, it was really cool because it was at this really old, um, factory that they were turning into this awesome, like there's a brewery there and there's a taco wow. shop and there's a cup. It is really cool. I will yeah. give, I mean, it, it really is, but, and I put my deposit down. And I was all ready for it and had it all planned. It even had a garage door so you could have shot. Oh. I know. Um, it was tiny, but it still would have worked. But the guy was not necessarily um, hitting the deadlines he said he would hit. And it freaked me out. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm just going to back out before I get into something. Because it was supposed to be ready in October. And as of January, I hadn't heard anything from him. And then when I did hear from him, it was like, oh, we decided to take that space and do something else. But we have this other space available. And I just was like, you know what? So part of me is sad, I will say, because there are some cool things you can do with the studio. Yeah. Um, but then part of me is like, I'm glad I don't have to come up with $750 a month because that's how yeah. much it would have been. Totally. Now, I do think if people out there are looking to have a studio space, my advice would be to have a plan in place to supplement income because with senior business, you know, you may not would shoot all the time in a studio. So having something like my friend, Jenny Bean does pageant work that mm -hmm. pays for her studio because those are going to be taken in a studio. So find something you can use, you know, that's smart. Yeah. 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 That's a really, I think there's so many good takeaways there. The first one I love to start with is just the mindset. Mm -hmm. It's just slowing down. We get wrapped up into this, these, these motivations were like, wait a second, why, why do I think that I need this thing? Right? right. It's yeah. Okay. So maybe if I have a studio, I can do these things, mm -hmm. but it, it, all of the negatives that come with it, um, you've got to be like careful about that too. And I, I think that, um, the, the I would just say, don't rush into a big decision like that. 
Uh, well, and don't feel like you have to do. Yeah, yeah. there's I mean, totally no you business. can you can run a, a very profitable, successful business. Um, there's always trade-offs doing it out of your own home or doing like reveals in other people's homes or meeting other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the beauty uh, of of photography is we get really get to make we get to design a business how exactly. we want it, right? Well, and that's one thing I like really every time I do a workshop or meet photographers in person or at the conference or wherever, I just really want to drive home the fact that you come here and you learn, but you yourself are in charge of your own business. There is no reason you have to do anything any one way. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. It's, and I, love, I love the entrepreneurial spirit. It's so alive and well in our industry. Yeah. Okay. So let's dig into you and I could talk for hours. <laughs> Maybe some of the plan stuff we, I want to learn about. So you've noticed this trend. I've seen it too. Is uh, if you're just taking pictures, everybody takes pictures, right? You've got to tell a story, and you've seen that change in your own market and across the country. What I thought was interesting is you kind of zeroed in on it on just how the, the lenses you find yourself using. Absolutely. I um, when I started um, senior portraits, I used an 85 and that's, it never came off my camera and I still love an 85 millimeter you know, lens. It's great lens, but it is very classic portrait lens. Yep. Um, and somebody, I don't remember who, but somebody said, you got to try the 35 and I bought it and it sat in my bag for weeks because yeah. which, you know, you which, get, which one do you use? Uh, the Sigma art. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but the thing is, is you get stuck in your rut. And even though I had this new thing, I just wasn't quite ready to give up the 85. But then once I did, I was like, okay, now I can see my work just sort of took a turn for a little more movement, a little more storytelling. You know, I started taking more horizontals, which I never took with my 80. Like I always took verticals with 85. It just gave me more variety in my, and you know, as an artist, you got to get bored. So why not change it up? Do you, um, do you you focus on selling a lot of albums? Um, actually, I sell mostly digitals. But yeah. if you are somebody that sells albums, you gotta do yeah. storytelling. You gotta do detail shots. Yeah. You gotta do um, you know wide angle close up everything yeah. um, because an album is telling their story. It's not just pictures stuck in an album. You know. I love it. Yeah. So cool. Um, and I think again, there's always a trade off. Uh, I think that we, we love talking about marketing, right? How just your imagery is, in, it starts there. What, what do you, you want to show what it is you want to do more of, right? Exactly. And when you, the, the, I think you said the seniors, they want storytelling, but of course there's family members that still want the, the, the traditional. So how do you balance that? Well, I think in any business, no matter where you are, you really need to make sure you know what your particular market wants, because I live in the South. We are the last people in the world to try anything new. So you got to know that you can try and and incorporate some of the storytelling and stuff because, you know, teenagers are a little bit more up on the trend, but moms still want that portrait that they can hang on the wall, um, in the, you know, gold frame that they are going to have on that wall till who knows when, you know? Um, so knowing your market and knowing your client, I think is super important. So I know I live in the South. I know we're very traditional. So I know I've got to get that looking at the camera, 
smiling shot for the mom. Like, yep. That's what she wants to frame on the wall. Um, but then for the girls, I know I've got to get them really, you know, showing their personality and telling their story. And really some now are leaning a little more toward moody and, you know, just you got to try to incorporate your style with what your clients want. Yeah. yeah, yeah obviously yeah. they're coming to you because of your style, but they still want to make sure that you, they get your style in you know, what they also want. I so. think that's, the, that's the classic challenge with, with high school senior portraits is you're, you're marketing to both, right? right. They've got us, you've got to have somehow, you got to figure out how you appeal to the mm -hmm. teens, even though they might not be writing the check, right. they, they have some vote in who, exactly. who they're willing to, to get their portraits done by. And then the, the parents, they don't want to go oftentimes to the most risky, the most, like ex experimental or new or bleeding edge, they want to, they want to trust that, okay, fine. We'll let them go have some fun. They're seniors, but I want, I want portraits that I can actually hang on the wall for decades. Right. Exactly. Well, it's funny in every in-person ordering session, I always make the joke that the girl is picking the ones where she's not smiling and the mom is picking the ones where she's looking at the camera smiling every time it is without <laughs> fail. That's the way it goes. So you got to give them both. I mean, you know, yeah, totally. And especially if you're, if you're, if you're selling albums and print, all, all it helps you sell more, right? You're selling yeah, to more absolutely. people. Well, you got to have variety. You got to, yeah, you got to meet everybody's needs. And yes, in it, in the senior market, there is always the parent and the team. Yep. Totally. You are truly marketing to two people. I love it. Okay. So let's switch gears to senior rep programs. It's the, mm -hmm. I think in, the, in our industry, it is the most common like debate. I think okay. only, the only thing gets debated more is like in-person sales versus right. online or whatever, but it's a love hate relationship, I think. Yeah. Right. And I think that, <laughs> I always say that guys, it's great. There's not, it's not, there is no inherent like wrong way to do your business. Exactly. As long as you're smart about it, you leverage the strengths, you minimize the weaknesses, you, you create a strategy that works for you. Let's talk senior rep programs. What, uh, what are some of the things you've, you, you've seen that don't work anymore and what are you doing now that does? Well, I think with senior rep programs, what you just said is, you know, there's so many different ways to do it and there's no one right way. I don't care how many photographers out there telling you their way is the only way. That's not true. There's a million different ways. And from where I started to where I am now is different. So being able, and this is important with rep programs and just business in general, but being able to notice that something's not working and do something different is major. Yeah. Don't get stuck doing it the same way because somebody told you that's the way to do it. Right. You have to look at it and say, okay, this isn't working for me anymore. How can I slightly change it to make it work? And that is what I've done with my rep program. When I started, I mean, I will never forget. I was at WPPI. I heard somebody say rep program, never heard what it was, just heard it, went home and thought, I got to do a rep program. I don't know what it is, but I got to do it. <laughs> and so I just jumped in and said, hey, girls, will you let me take your photo? And will you tell people about me? And I gave them everything and they did nothing. <laughs> And I understand why, because I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. So how yeah. are they supposed to know? Yeah. But instead of getting frustrated, which I think a lot of people do when something doesn't work and I get it, but instead of getting frustrated, I just said, you know what? That was a learning experience. No, I did not get a tangible referral from these girls, but what did I get from them? I got experience. 
that I didn't have before. I got photos from my portfolio that I didn't have before. I worked with people that I hadn't worked with before, like a stylist and a makeup artist. And there, there were benefits to it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There was no money, but it would be the, the mistake would be to, to make the same, to just do it all over again. Exactly. But you can always, as long as you're learning and then shifting and then evolving. Right. Exactly. So the next year I started again. And one thing I will say about a rep program for me is I like to write it out and fully know what I'm doing because parents are going to ask you questions. And that first rep program, the reason I gave them everything is because I got put on the spot by a parent and just said, yes. Yeah. Because I didn't fully work it out in my head. I didn't know, you know, what I was going to say if this question came up. So every year since then, I will literally sit there and write everything out. This is what we're going to do. This is what you're going to get. This is yeah. it cost anything. So therefore, I'm prepared and not put on the spot again. Yeah, because that's smart. Because wants to be there, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, so things that I've seen that used to work that don't work anymore. I mean, the traditional rep card does not work anymore. I don't think. I maybe did it two years. And then I can, I can say there was one year that it worked for me, but it was because I had one very dedicated rep. And, you know, not everybody's going to be like her. Where right. she literally took the rep cards and mailed them to people. And that was great, but that was years ago. And nobody's going to do that again, you know? That's the mail. Oh, um, gosh. So, right. You know, from there, sticky yeah. albums has come into play. And now everybody wants to share their sticky album. So there's no more buying these cards and hoping they, they um, send them out. I can literally give them this digitally and see how many times they're opening it. Yeah, so that's now awesome. I know, you know, there's a little more um, interactive uh, with their, with their showing off their photos. I can see them sharing their photos, that kind of thing. So yep. that's something that I think has changed. And then I also think the more years you do a rep program, um, the more you can make it, um, you can charge or things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like if you're brand new to a rep program and brand new to senior photography, it's going to be very hard to get people to trust you enough to pay you to five thousand dollars, whatever. Right, right. So knowing that that may be a goal for you and that each year you're building up to that. Yep. Um, and that's what I've done. I didn't charge. Then I simply only charged for hair and makeup. And then from there I charged a little bit more. And now it's more incorporating their senior session into it and less about a referral. Cool. Um, how many do you, uh, how many reps do you shoot to have? So for the past couple of years, my main goal is between 12 and 14. Okay. Um, and the reason is, is because A, that seems to be a number I can personally handle. Yep. But also, it was back when referrals were pretty important. And I did not want too many girls from the same school competing over getting referrals. Oh, this year, yeah. it's less about referrals. So I'm probably going to take more. I have, I just got the deadline for my rep program. The application process was yesterday, which is funny. We're talking today, nice, nice. Um, but I got 50 applications. Holy I've cow. I've never gotten that many. Wow. So, and I mean, I hate to say no to some, but I don't think I can deal with 50 of them, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's, that's good. So that tells me it's working. Cause I mean, you know, this is, this is from a girl who had three reps her first year. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, so, That's awesome. Yeah. What, um, when you say, let's talk about your incentives. What, what are they, are they, you say it's, it, it used to be more about referrals. Now it's just not what, what walk me through that. 
Well, the whole basis of a rep program for most photographers to get their name out there. So that's kind of the gist of it. Okay, if I give these girls a good experience or great photos or, or whatever's included in what you're giving them, then they will go and tell their friends about me. And that is exactly what I used it for to begin with. Now my name is sort of, I mean, when you, you when people in my area think of me, they think senior portraits. So it's not as big of a deal to get my name out there because it's already out there. Okay. So now it's more about a special experience for these girls to be a part of a team. Yeah. You know, we're going to do a service project. We do modeling for local boutiques. We do, these are things a normal senior client cannot get. Right. So it is more about that and less about the referral. It's about, about being a part of this team. And these girls go on to, I mean, some, one of my girls from last year walked in Charleston fashion week. She right. probably never would have done that had she not been a model. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's more about that nowadays. And that, that gets you like, you don't have to, you don't even have to incentivize uh, them sharing that. You create these experiences that are one of a kind that just they're naturally sharing nonstop. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, think about teenagers. I mean, they post a million times a day. Yeah. yeah. So if you're giving them something good to post, yeah. whether that be an experience or a great photo or, you know, their modeling experience with a local boutique or whatever, they're going to share it. They are going right. to put it on Snapchat. They're going to put it on Instagram. And it's so smart. I think, I think that we, people get so hung up on like, Oh, what about it? What are they going to do with their sticky album? Are they going to, they're going to share the pictures. Are they going to get our watermarked. I think you hit it square in the head is that they are sharing potentially dozens and dozens of pictures and videos a day. Yes. And worrying about your one picture getting shared. That is not what is going to make the difference. It's creating an experience mm -hmm. that they are going to talk about. Right. Right. That is what real marketing is about. Well, and the thing about it is, is it used to be about this, you know, this one photo shoot and they'd share those photos, but then what did they do the rest of the year? So it is an, exp you have to look at it like a marketing program for a year. They become a senior model in the end of their junior year and they are a senior model till they graduate. So you have to constantly have these experiences. How many, how many different shoots will you have? So I always guarantee, um, we always do one big styled model shoot. So that's the first thing. We, no, we do a headshot shoot. Sorry. Uh, we, yeah. we do a headshot shoot first. Yep. So they immediately have a photo they can share that yep. says, I'm a rep. Yep. Then we do the big styled shoot, which the reason it's a styled shoot is so it's not just like their senior photos. Because what you don't want them to do is say, oh, well, I got these photos. I don't need the senior portrait. You don't want that. So create this style sheet that's kind of a little bit different. I mean, like yeah. we've done one in a laundromat. Most seniors yeah. don't want their senior portraits in a laundromat. We've done, you know. Um, like something, the, mo the more out there, the better. Yeah. It's super creative with it so that there's yeah. no chance that they're going to be like, I'm good. I've got exactly. It. Yeah. Well, you could do like a circus theme. You could yeah. do a safari theme. And it's definitely going to be a one-of-a-kind experience. They can't help but talk exactly. about it. Exactly. Exactly. And again, what teenager doesn't want to feel like they're in a magazine and that you look at magazines, they're out there, you yeah. know? So we do those two. Then we always do a fall winter shoot. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's more around Christmas. Sometimes it's more around a boutique that needs fall photos. Sometimes it's New Year's Eve, but around that time of year, then we always do a graduation college shoot where the girls um, wear their college t-shirt to where they're, wherever they're going and they bring their cap and gown. 
So, and that's always fun because, you know, all of my it tells, girls. It tells the story. Yeah. It tells the story and tells where they go. And so those are guaranteed. And then interspersed in that, they have opportunities to go with me to seniorology workshops or they model for a local boutique here and there throughout the year. Um, one of my models is doing a fashion show next week for the local boutique. So you get all these other amazing opportunities. And then, of course, your senior shoots in there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing all those. That's, yeah. That was fun. Uh, okay, so let's wrap up with this. My other, my last favorite tactic is you just mentioned it: partnering with boutiques. Mm -hmm. you've, if you, you can go back, like how many? Uh, you've been doing it about six years. Mm -hmm. Right now, how many small businesses do you think in your short list? Could you just pick up the phone right now and 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 like ask them a favor? Oh gosh. Uh, tons. I mean, yeah. think about hair and makeup artists, um, local boutiques, um, you know, anybody like that is, think, well, my thing is, is think about what seniors need when they are a senior. Think about events that happen in a high school senior's life yep. um, during that year. Homecoming, prom, um, you know, their last football game, their, you know, all that stuff and think about what they need for those events. And those are the boutiques or the small businesses you partner with prom, yeah. hair and makeup, prom dress shops, um, you know, all of that good stuff. So, I mean, my two favorite for seniors are a local clothing boutique and hair and makeup, because okay. those are two things that every senior is going to need their senior year. Even if they're a girl that doesn't ever wear makeup, they're still right. going to need prom makeup. Right. You know? So tell me, I want to, I want to walk through the the beginning. Where do you start? How do you how do you build that relationship with those business business owners? Especially in a lot of markets, it's competitive, right? There's yeah. other photographers that want to work with those same people. Yes, exactly. Um, well, my thing first of all is I like to do a. Uh, senior questionnaire for every one of my clients and own okay. that questionnaire, ask them where their local favorite nice. place to shop is. Nice. So I start, I look at that and it, it, you know, kind of varies year to year. Cause again, small businesses come and go. Yep. You just have to pay attention to where they're shopping. So you're like trying to partner with somebody that does, you no good. Yeah. Um, so that's one way is ask your seniors. However you want to ask them, ask them where they shop. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I sort of, well, for instance, I used to partner with a clothing boutique called Fabric. Um, they went out of business here, but when I started with them, I shopped there for a little while before I approached them because I wanted to get a feel for them. I wanted my own experience with them. I wanted to make sure their clothing kind of was on the same level as, you know, my business. I mean, you don't want to go to Walmart if you're trying to cater toward, you know, the Range Rover driving people. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's a level of, yeah. um, you know, where somebody shops. So I think there's uh, something I want to pull apart before. So I don't forget is, is you just went in and were a customer first. Like yeah. that is a very subtle detail. Yeah. But it's so many where you're going there like patient, like I'm just going to learn. I'm just going to see what the vibe is. I'm not going to walk in the door and say, Hey, can you help me? Right. Because think about it. Yeah. If somebody just comes to you and say, Hey, Will you do this for me? Your, your reaction is probably no. I mean, you right. know, you get these blanket emails where you don't know the person asking you for something. It's not, it's easier to say no to those people. Right. So for me, it was very important not only to do my research by going in the store, but also to 
have them recognize my face. So whenever I approached them, it wasn't just some strange, crazy lady with curly hair coming in there going, will you do this for me? You know what I mean? Um, So, and it doesn't take that long. I mean, it doesn't have to be a year long process. Um, But then eventually I went in there and the girl recognized me because I had been in there a million times. And I said, Hey, who's your manager? And she was, she told me who she was. And I said, do you think she'd ever be interested in a partnership I'm a photographer, you know, I have my clients shop at your store. And so I pulled that out real fast. You know, they've mentioned y'all's store a hundred times, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh my gosh, she would love to. Here's her email. I will tell her you're emailing. So then I emailed and it wasn't quite as strange. Yeah. And then we had a meeting where I gave her a presentation on my iPad super easy just use your ipad put together a little slideshow and point out what you can do for them not what they can do for you yes that was major oh so good i love it (laughs) episode on this okay i can't resist like what were some of the things give me give this like let's spell it out what were some of the things you can do for them so one thing is i send out a welcome packet to every single senior client they always want new clothes for their photo shoot. So mm-hmm. I can put your card or a coupon, if you'd like to add that, in that, and every single girl will come to your store yeah. and look for something to wear for their senior portrait session. I love it. So, I love it. And they gave a coupon, not just a business card. Of course they did. Of course. It's a no-brainer. When you, when right. you focus on giving first, oh, it's so great. Yep. And then from there, we've done a bunch of stuff together. I mean, you know, we've done fashion shows and we've done after hour parties and there's a lot of stuff you can do. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Leslie, this was so fun. I could go, like I said, I could talk for hours with you every time we chat. There's always, I learn so much and we go in a thousand directions. (laughs) People want to learn more. You're you're right, working on uh, an awesome free email guide. Yep. Uh, Everybody knows I love email now too. Um, seven tactics that you've used to consistently book high school seniors over the last eight years, plus two tactics that you think are a waste of time now, just because everything changes. Yeah. So I'm going to include a link in the show notes to go check that out on seniorology along with all of her other awesome training. And then we'll send you a link also to conference 12. By the time this is published, there might be a couple spots left. I'll add that link too. That's in Chicago. Yep, it's in Chicago, September 27th through the 30th, and it is, a, you know, just a great place for a variety of learning when it all, you know, all to do with senior photographer from 12 different speakers. Um, we've got, you know, lots of stuff in store, fun stuff, and definitely educational, but you will leave feeling like a part of our family. That's what I wanted to make sure you talked about is it's, you limit it to only 50, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, only 50 because... Um, while the big, huge conferences are great, I feel like there are so many photographers who kind of get lost in the shuffle like somewhere like that. Um, so we want to make sure that every single attendee gets the attention they deserve and gets what they want out of it. Because the last thing I want to do is have a conference, have you invest money in me and you get nothing out of it. Um, so it's super important to me to make sure that we have a good ratio between speakers and, and attendees and really just bond. I mean, cause that's really, when you're in a business by yourself and you can go to a conference and you can come back with a support system, people you can constantly ask questions to, whether they're speakers or other attendees, mm-hmm. then I have succeeded. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's so special. I don't, 
Hey, there's a few, and, and having known you for several years now, as a, a few things I want to touch on that I've learned. Um, first one is being an entrepreneur is a lonely journey, mm-hmm. right? It, yeah. Not your friends don't know what it's like to run a business. They don't mm-hmm. know the stress, the anxiety, that what how 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 vulnerable it is just to say, hey, I'm an I'm I'm a business owner, right? Yeah. Like that that alone is a scary, stressful thing on your own, on yourself, on your family, on your marriage, on your relationships, everything. Yeah. Yep. Having a support group, being surrounding yourself in person. Now, of course, there's all kinds of good stuff online, but having there is nothing that replaces surrounding yourself with your peers. It is right. life, it's life changing. I, I, yeah. I highly recommend it for that alone. Um, and it's easy to, I think, to build those um, relationships with a smaller group. It's easy. It's harder to get lost in the shuffle when yeah. there's only fifty. Um, and you also mentioned there's a great opportunity to, to build your portfolio and not only do classroom, that the practice uh, shooting and to get some awesome images for your portfolio. And yeah. you, you work really hard, having done it for a few years now, to, uh, to keep the shooting events small. Yes, that's super important because, you know, there photographers want as many photos as they can get. It's what we do. It's what we love to do. Um, But when there's a ton of people trying to get the same shot, it doesn't work well. And again, it goes back to me making sure every single attendee gets what they need out of it. So we make the groups really small. Another thing I, I am on site at every single shoot. So if I see that shy girl, cause you know, there's always the shy girl that doesn't really want to get in front of anybody. And I understand I will help that girl get that shot. Like that is what I'm there for. So, so cool. we'll not leave without um, a good experience. I promise. Oh, that is so awesome. Uh, well, I'll be surprised if there's spots left. So make sure you go to the link below uh, to learn more about conference 12 and save your spot. You're on the fence. I personally will do one more nudge. I think it is. Uh, I I can't imagine if I would have done something like that in my when I was first getting started. There's there's so much you need to learn mm-hmm. so fast when you're when you whether you're getting started or you need to like give yourself a kick in the butt and, and get re excited about your business mm-hmm. when you condense all of that learning into one weekend like that. Uh, it's incredibly powerful. So, all right, Leslie, this was so fun. Thank you so much for sharing all of this awesome knowledge for free guys. Go show your love to all of the links below, get more free training. And, uh, you've got another online thing. We'll link to, um, at seniorology. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you have enough time in the day. You're just always giving all this. I don't know either, Nate. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Leslie. Have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks. Cheers.